Buckle in for The Witcher! Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are talking about The Witcher Season 2. Henry Cavill returns and he says, fuck, a lot. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick, joined as always by my co-host, Nick Glover. Hey, hey. And Molly Glover. Strum of my lute singing a song about Tim Wick. <laughs> wow okay See, so tim's not my tim's not my friend clearly i guess i'm just oh, nobody we are not friends uh <laughs> we are not friends get out um whatever growl fuck. grim fuck. grim dark angry fuck. fuck and we are here <laughs> we are here to talk about the witcher season two uh recently having dropped on uh, netflix for those of you wondering where one could stream the Witcher season two. Uh, this uh, this episode's uh, as 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 are frequent with episodes such as this is going to spoil the shit out of mm-hmm. The Witcher season two. There's a lot to spoil, and we really can't talk about much of it without just dropping spoiler all over it. So it's got to get spoiled all over it. Yeah, it's just going to be covered in spoiler. So uh, if you really are looking forward to Witcher season two, haven't started watching it there on that Netflix streaming thing yet. Uh, don't listen to this episode yet. Go watch it. And, uh, or if you don't, if you don't care. Yeah. You if know, you don't care. I mean, we're, we're talking about season two. You may just like, not even know what we're talking yeah, about, might, but I mean, it's forget. up to you, man. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. We're not your boss. Yeah. Cause we <laughs> talked about season one, like, I don't know, six months ago or something because it was the middle of a pandemic and we were talking, well, it's still the middle of a pandemic, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. Witcher season two, uh, just dropped. Uh, what y'all think? I, I really liked it. I thought like it was less consistent than the first season, mm-hmm. but it was still really good. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked the deepening of some of the lore uh, that we you know touched on briefly in season one. Like you know we knew a little bit about elves and like we knew a little bit about like you know uh, uh, witchers, but not a lot. You know mm-hmm. like and then we got really got to learn more about the world and the the uh, the the weirdness within it. Right, like. Uh, you know, finding out monsters coming out that they think monsters are coming out of the monoliths and like, yeah. you know, or, or the, the, what is it? The great con- convergence of the spheres, the conjunction or the conjunction yeah. of the spheres. How they think that's what caused elves and monsters and, and men to all exist on the same planet. It's, it's a, uh, yeah, I, I'm a sucker for a world with deep lore unfolding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's definitely a lot of that. what do you think, Tim? Uh, you know, I liked it. If if there was one thing I missed, I actually really enjoyed that kind of slow re- realization that they were three different timelines. And of course, there's yeah. no really there's no real way to do that again. Um, and and they did try to try to keep some separate plot threads going by following Geralt and uh, and Siri and Yennefer uh, and preventing them from really getting together until the final couple of episodes. But I did kind of miss that. Oh shit. That's what's going on moment. Um, in, in this season, um, I, you know, they really did a solid job deepening the very, the varying cultures that these characters are, 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 are involved in. And, um, you know, kind of, kind of helping us understand that somewhere along the line, somebody really fucked up how all of these relationships are. Yeah. Um, And like, I think too, it's like, it's, it's pretty obvious that like, I don't know. It's pretty obvious to me that there's been a whole lot of, uh, problems between the kingdoms right like you know but also like not just political strife but also like maybe even to the point where they're thinking of each other as different 
races i mean like different peoples right yeah. like the Nilfgaard yeah. is that Nilfgaard Nilfgaards is you know like this is considered different from you know the witchers from the the witches the yeah i uh you know i i think like if when the third season of this comes around i might make myself a little map or find mm. one online it just shows like where all the countries are in proportion in relation to one another um with like you know, maybe a little example of characters from different ones, just to keep them straight as we as we go along. You started reading the the short stories right now, right? Like- yeah, I just started reading the the first book, which the the first the first two books are just a collection of short stories. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like the first book has the story that they adapt for this season with the uh, the man who's been turned into a beast who's uh, oh, the boar with the, the, the tusk, yeah, yeah. tusk guy. Tusk guy, who is um, uh, Tormund Giants Bane, that, that same actor. Oh, sure. Uh, but yeah, the with him and the, the vampire love and, and all that jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the stories. It's Siri isn't there. Siri isn't in these books at all yet. Oh. Um, but that, that story is pretty close to the same. So it's, it's, it's easy to see how a lot of the stuff from the books would adapt to an episodic show but obviously there's you know bigger plots ahead i guess the the larger plot of the the baba yaga-esque mm-hmm. demon this season is new that's all oh. original to the show that is yeah. not anything from the books apparently fans of the books are are kind of pissed that there's stuff in the in the show that isn't in the books uh, i can't <laughs> i can't speak to it because of course i haven't read the books but it feels like that's happened in shows before. Um, Who gets mad about more content? Yeah. Like, oh, no, I get more Witcher stuff. Wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that Tusk dude, I, I enjoyed that episode a lot. I like the way I like the way it ended in the sense that yeah. it's just like, fuck you, man. I'm out. <laughs> Kill your own goddamn was- self. Uh, I was honestly surprised that he killed uh, the dude's lady. I actually like was expecting, I don't know what I was, I don't know why, for some reason, part of me thought that he would be like, well, as long as they're consenting, you know, and right. he's, and he seems happy, who's it hurting? But then like, except for the fact that she murdered that whole town. Yeah, I know, she- but I think it was sure. But like at the same time, <laughs> like, you think, I mean, you think he could go back and be like, you know, like, well, she won't hurt anyone else again, maybe. But I, I yeah. suppose monsters got a monster, right? Like, well, the thing is, she will, though. The whole point is that he he's not enough. That she yeah, needs to. Yeah. She needs to. That's why that whole family gets gets trashed at the beginning of the episode. I think that's that's is that yeah. the first episode of the season? That is the first episode, right? With the. Uh, I don't remember what order they're in, to be honest. But, uh, I remember what happened, but not necessarily in what order things occurred yeah. episodically. But yeah, it is the very first episode. Yeah. That's what I thought. So you know, the first the, thing that happens one. is that family shows up in the courtyard, and they all get uh, ripped yeah. up and, and yeah. devoured. So I think I think the idea is that uh, she's not going to stop that kind of behavior. Um, something something neat from the short story that that one's based on is. Uh, they they introduced this concept of of higher vampires, mm. and vampire is more like a a category of monster, mm. and so she is a you know this this bat like critter that she is she's a, a a whatever she is she's a type of vampire ah, neat. and and the higher vampires most of them are are pretty fine during the the sunlight. Interesting. And, and, you know, capable of like higher thoughts. They're not as necessarily strictly, you know, monstrous. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of, kind of a neat little, uh, like if what you like about the Witcher is lore. Yeah. Obviously that's going to be even deeper in the books. For and sure. that's one of the reasons I, I started on them. Yeah. I think I may have to see if I can get those from the library. Cause that's, uh, I, I am, I am interested in those for sure. Uh, I so okay. One of the things that I thought was uh, uh, good, but also like it. It so in that first season, one of the things I didn't like about Yennefer's story was the whole like, oh, I can't have a baby, and all I ever wanted yeah. was now was a baby, and I won't be complete without a baby. And like that was fine. I mean, I get why. I just, I just those storylines are always feel a little like pale to me. But in this season, the whole like, 
I will do anything to get my power back right. felt very much better, even yeah. though you could argue that it was similar in that she's still pining over something that she can't have. I thought this like this, this Yennefer of like, no, now that I've tasted what I can do with that huge fucking fireball she does at the end of season one and everything, like she has to get it back. Well, like she, yeah. Think about who she was before she was discovered oh, and brought yeah. to the maid school and all that, you know, uh, living in the pig pen and all that jazz. Yeah. Like, like wanting her power or power in general and having control of her destiny. Those all seem like really good motivating factors mm-hmm. for her. Wanting a baby seems so fucking out of the blue. Yeah. And I get that some of it was that it's just the fact that she couldn't and, you know, more than like actually wanting one. But I think part of the the central character definition of Yennefer is she's just not satisfied with anything. Right. 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 She's not satisfied with being satisfied with having a relationship with Geralt because, well, I mean, maybe it was that wish that made it made it be a relationship. And so that doesn't Mm. that means it's not real. And and so she's not going to be happy with it. Um, And so that that's that's what that's what the baby thing was, but it bothered me too. It bothers me that you got this character is like, Oh, I gave up my ability to have a child, which she did willingly. And now she's like super pissed yeah. about it. Like, why yeah. don't I get to be a witch and have a baby? Why, why can't that happen for me? Um, I'm glad we didn't have that this season. And I'm also glad that it seems like maybe she'll get Siri to, to like scratch that itch of like, but, but I want to pass down, you know, like my knowledge and my feel, you know, my thoughts or whatever. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. It, in the end, in like the last episode or two, when she has fled with Siri, uh, she's you know showing her how to control her magic, and, mm-hmm. and in that the temple, even before they they flee, yeah. like she, it seems like Jennifer takes to that role very well, and that she is gratified by that, mm-hmm. and that experience is actually what causes her to change her mind about handing over Siri to mm-hmm. the Baba Yaga, not demon, yeah, to the yeah. not to the Napa Yaga. I don't feel like we got a ton more development in uh, Geralt, but what we did get was more Witcher development. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a whole bunch of Care uh, uh, Moran. Uh, the, yeah. the Witcher... Uh, the frat house. The, the, the Witcher frat the Witcher house. Frat house, yeah. <laughs> Um, just bros being bros. Yeah. Just a place for bros to be bros around each other, man. And, and we got to see all the other witchers that are, you know, the kids that we saw survive mm-hmm. in the Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf yeah. uh, animated movie that they did in between seasons, which we talked about in another episode a little bit, but it's that, really good. That, that, that was fucking great. And it was, it was such a good, like getting me excited for more of the witchers which we got to see a shit ton more of in this season. And I, yeah. I loved them all. I thought they were all great. I like that. So I found it interesting that like, we don't kill unless we have to yeah. situation, but that only applies to people. Right. Because uh, <laughs> uh, they definitely kill monsters no matter fucking what we, we learned. You know, that, so I thought that was an interesting, you know, because with the like, with the, like we talked about with the vampire lady at the beginning, yeah. you know, like you could argue he doesn't have to kill her, right. you, you know, but he does. Like, it's not a, you know, and so I think I liked that there is a code, right? Like there seems to be a code when it comes to people anyway. Well, and there's yeah. a change the from Geralt in the first season where he doesn't always kill the monsters. Yeah, um, exactly. And maybe it's a protective thing. Like he's protecting Siri. Right. Uh, or maybe it's a lessons learned. Yeah. Honestly, maybe he's just like, you know what? The few times I haven't killed the monster, I regret, you know, and we don't necessarily see that, but maybe that's an undertone. I, I get the pr- impression, and maybe I'm conflating the short story, because I, like I said, I just finished that short story yesterday and the episode, but I'm, I'm getting the impression that vampires specifically, like these higher vampire type creators, are really fucking dangerous, and that's why he was killing her. Mm-hmm. Was that like... Like, maybe if it was just a drowner or, you know, some other, like, smaller beastie, it might not have been that much of a priority. But, like, a a higher vampire was like, nah, these need to be put down because they're way more dangerous. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I I think, um, and in the first season, and in this season, too, a lot of the 
the undercurrent is this idea that there are a lot of monsters that don't look like monsters. I mean, it could be argued that all of the wizards are monsters. Stregobor is just a complete douchebag. Um, yeah, yeah. But even Lady, is it Tissaia? You know, by the end of the season, she's like, well, we're going to get Siri and we're going to kill anybody who stands in our way. Um, you know, and she's been set up to be relatively uh, relatively sympathetic until that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she does, like, regularly turn children into eels to power her magic castle. <laughs> I mean, true. yeah. That's, but they're poor children. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Nobody misses them, Nick. Nick, come on. But yeah, th- this world definitely seems like uh, a dark fantasy world, like, you know, Game of Thrones-ish in that they, some people are ruthless, some mm-hmm. people are brutal. There's monsters in the world. You have to be strong to survive. Like, the, that all kind of fits. And, and that, you know, makes monsters out of out of people, uh, sometimes literally. I need, to, uh, I need to brag for Nick, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, he 100% called the end reveal. Like, oh really? Totally oh, got yeah. that. Like, like with like forty-five minutes left in that final episode, he was just like, "I think, I think the emperor, the emperor, like the white flame or whatever, might be Siri's dad." Like, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Just in the just in the two episodes before that, they remind us twice that her parents are uh, died by uh, being lost at sea. Yep. Which I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> And then also we got to see her parents' face uh, faces when she's trapped in that little fantasy world that the yeah. uh, Natva Yaga uh, trapped her in. I'm like, well, why would they bother to make such a big deal of showing us her father's face and saying that they're lost at sea? And like, what's the point in concealing the identity of the emperor unless it's someone that we're going to recognize oh it's her fucking dad but it was great i thought that was an amazing reveal i'm it made me very excited for season three i'm actually envious of people who aren't going to start watching until season three is out and they're going to get to just go to the next episode yeah after they after that reveal right like because like oh my god all i wanted was more richer as soon as that happened it was just like ah well you got it's so good Two characters that are basically fucked because they lied to him. Oh, right? that was such a great thing too. That yeah. was so great. I know for a fact you didn't have that elf baby killed because I'm the one who had the elf baby killed. It's <laughs> like, oh, oh, they oh, should never have lied about bitch. that baby. Don't don't lie oh. to the white flame. Do not lie to the white flame. With the elf the the elf mother with her uh walking through the town uh, and the babies are all Passover. And her, yeah and the babies all start crying oh. and they're as she walks past they're crying more and more and then just the whoop of her hands and they all stop crying and you hear all the mothers start screaming and it's just like oh my god it was I, so good yeah that was like was a, a horrible thing but a, an awesome moment in the show uh, fucked up like like yeah so i don't you know i haven't like i tried playing one of the witcher games wasn't really my speed they, they they got a lot of uh praise though but uh i know that the title of the third game is the wild hunt mm-hmm. and that's that is like the dangling another dangling mm-hmm. thread that they gave us at the end of the season was uh when we go to the not by yaga's uh home world she is greeted or becomes a part of these dude, you know, monsters, dudes mm-hmm. on horses, and Geralt recognizes them as the Wild Hunt. Oh yeah, and they and they, they, and they, they brought up the Wild one. Hunt a few times in the in the in this season. The Wild yeah. Hunt had been mentioned. Um, so I'm I'm guessing will people that are more familiar with the books or or the games, I'm betting that they're going to get some more familiar stories next season. Well, if they're leading into that and all the stuff with the emperor and well, and the wild hunt is like a known folklore thing. Yeah, that's a. Fae. That's not just pit Polish either. Yeah, it's right. it's a it's a it's a well known fae thing. Uh, uh, it's it's in Cargill's book. Yes, like it's it's in you know like but there's Dresden books and uh, Dresden yeah. books too. Yep, yep. And so there's like uh, I think it's in Cargill's book. Or am I getting that confused? Uh-huh. I thought it was in Dreams and Shadows, but maybe I'm wrong. It's We're in the original, like the original deities and demigods for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so, like, it's like, it, I mean, it's it's 
I think it's very exciting because it is such a like it's been portrayed in all kinds of different ways. So I'm really looking forward to I'm really looking forward to like seeing how it is in this world. Right. Like what? Because it looks more um, apocalyptic right. than it does in uh, the fairy stories I've read. Don't kill me, fairies. The fae stories I've read uh, uh, are definitely more, um, you know, it's, it's a little more uh, whimsical. Like it's still bloodthirsty and it's still, you know, terrifying, but it's not like it, it doesn't bring about end times. The end times, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot, there's an implication that Siri's got a role to play in that. I always enjoy the fact that there are always these, these prophecies and everybody's like, I'm going to assume the worst possible outcome of this prophecy uh, rather than yeah. asking if maybe they don't understand the prophecy correctly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and the, the elf, I just like that everyone's using her for their own end, right? Like some of them want to kill Siri because she's the princess of uh, Scylla. Scylla? No. Sintra. They want to kill her because she's the princess of Sintra and she's the only, and she's the surviving heir. And they want to take, you know, they want to not have any like loose threads that way politically. And some are like, we have to get rid of her because, you know, she's the, the prophecy and she'll bring about the end times. And others are like, no, we have to find her. And we have to make sure she brings about the end times. That's very important, you know, and like it's it's just a cool. I like when everyone's hunting after somebody, but for all different reasons so that it, yeah. it doesn't make it like everyone's trying to get her for the same thing. Right. Yeah. And basically the uh, only per people that aren't hunting her are at the end, Yennefer and and Geralt, who are basically yeah. just trying to be like. All right, we got to get her ready for the ready for all these fuckers who are going to be coming after her. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, watching her little body take that huge fucking like swinging uh, <laughs> witcher. The, the witcher pendulum. is ob obstacle oh, yeah. course. The uh, witcher's the, double dare. Yeah, the 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 pendulum that looks like it probably weighs like three grown men. Yeah, just the, like fucking knocking her down, just yeah. down the, the, every time. the Witcher Ninja Warrior course. Yeah, it was yeah. so funny. It was it was great. I, I I liked that every time it hit her, I'm like Jesus, it's gonna break all her ribs. Like she's just. I love that all. Down. I love the Witchers just sitting there going, God, she's doing it again. I mm. yeah, yeah yeah drinking their their little mugs and they're just like ah. <laughs> oh, she's getting up. Oh, she's getting up. <laughs> I like how she kind of becomes a mascot for them. Yeah. In a sense, or like, uh, they all like, they, she wins them over. Which makes her betrayal that much better yeah. when she gets possessed, which is why I, one of the things I did like about it was because they, she was like their mascot and, or like their little sister sure. and she won them over when she was possessed by the Baba Notchka, Notka Baba, whatever. And it, it, and it like, <laughs> She started killing all the witches. They all knew it wasn't her. Right. Like, like they knew that she was like she was doing it, but they all could tell that it's like that's not Siri. And they're like, I don't care. She's still killing everybody. You know, like it yeah. wasn't like no one was like Siri betrayed us. She's a bad person actually who wanted to kill us in secret. Like, like they all she's, get that she's that's possessed not what by it is. a monster, and we got to take Literally out the monster. Possessed. And the only yes. way to take yeah. out the monster is to take out Siri. So yeah. Yeah. let's just do it. Um, yeah. yeah. I, uh, one thing we didn't get an answer to was uh, uh, the fire mage, uh, Captain Burnface. Oh, Captain Burnface. Yeah, oh, yeah. Close the alcohol. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and the, the woman who he's working with who uh, huffs the Witcher draft and it, it like fucks up her face. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't Queen, know who they're working for still. Queen Witcher face, yeah. Weren't they, weren't they working? They weren't working for the White Flame? No. We don't know. We still don't know. We don't know. But they were they they were sitting at a table with someone. Yeah. But we don't know. We don't know who that was. I guess I I guess I didn't understand. I thought that was meant to be the White Flame or a representative of the White it's Flame. It's a it's a misdirection. No, we don't we don't know who that is, uh, the, or why. The, the moment when Jennifer does spit that alcohol in his face, though, when she's you know, powerless. She doesn't have magic, and she yeah. does that. Yeah, uh, that was a badass moment. Yeah, uh, with that was her great. and and uh, Yaskier getting back. Oh yeah, to in in action. We mentioned Yaskier. It was yeah. great. It's good to have him back. His his song this season is uh, "Burn Butcher Burn." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, little a little bit different. 
little angry working out some things. Yeah, he's he's got some he's got some pro some stuff that he's working through. I think is what we. I read a say. really I read a really cool thread about the work that the costumers have been doing because so there's a scene where uh, they're uh, Yaskier and Geralt are getting clean in a stream, and they are the same height and they have the same build. Uh, the dude who plays Yaskier and uh, Henry Cavill are both like six foot something and built like brick shit houses of muscle. <laughs> and you see it when Yaskier has his shirt off. Uh, Joey Beatty. Joey Beatty. Yeah, you see it when he has his shirt off, but he doesn't have a shirt off very often. And this this thread was talking about how like they a lot of his things, they, they poof out his shoulders. They make lines that make his waist look more narrow and his hips look more narrow. They do all these, this clever costuming to him. They shorten his jackets to make him look younger. Uh, they do all this, these clever tricks with the eye so that you're you don't realize that he is just as powerfully built yeah. as Geralt so that he seems smaller and weaker and softer when he job. is not, yeah. he is yeah. not dude. He is like, that dude is <laughs> fucking ripped. He is jacked. I, I <laughs> saw an interview with, uh, uh, Henry Cavill, uh, Freya, Alon, which is Siri, uh, Anya, uh, Chalorta and, um, Joy Beatty. So, uh, Siri, Yennefer, Geralt and Yaskir and they were like they, they brought up the obligatory like oh my god uh, Henry Cavill you're a nerd but you're hot yeah, how can that yeah. be and so he started talking about Warhammer like he does and the, <laughs> the actor who plays Yaskir was like what army are you playing right now and they started they started talking about Warhammer 40k and then the actor who plays Jennifer was like well I'd paint some miniatures. Like I'd paint, I'd hang out and paint yeah. miniatures. I don't want to play, but painting yeah. sounds fun. And like the little teenager is just rolling her eyes yeah. at these adults. They're like, what about you? Are you a nerd? Are you a geek? And she's like, ugh, no. <laughs> well, and the host is like to Joey Beatty is like, are you into, are you into nerdy things like this? And he's like, how long are you? You're into Warhammer too. And he's like, yeah. He's like, how long have you been into things like that? And he's like, Oh, you know, about 36 years. Basically assume if it's nerdy or boring, I've been into it. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's, I'm all of the things, all the things that yeah. people are, are scorned for. <laughs> it's great. They, uh, they so actually just like the a, idea these, these two big built dudes who are just yeah. total fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, costuming, they had an interview with Henry Cavill where he talked about the fact that uh, every time he got handed a costume, he would complain that it wasn't dirty enough. And he would ah. like... He would like go out into the mud and roll around in the mud. So they'd nice. take all these costumes they gave him and he would just fuck them up because he's That's like, no, Geralt, Geralt is muddy and dirty and this is not dirty enough. I, um, I remember, they, they routinely comment on his smell. Yeah, yeah. on Geralt's smell. When he's yeah. come in from the road, it's like, take a fucking bath. Yeah, I remember, uh, I remember, uh, uh, an article when the first season came out about how his muscles kept rubbing on the suit and causing wear in places <laughs> of his costumes. They weren't, they weren't expecting because he's like, he's, he's just too, he's more muscular than they were anticipating. And also like, he was one of the people that talked about how he was like three days dehydrated for the, yeah. for the bath scene. He's like, that's, that's not representative of my body. He's right. Like, I I dehydrated myself for days. Like I was actually so weak during that filming of that that they had to help me in and out of the tub. Jesus. Because I that's like because he Cause hadn't eaten. He'd been because he was cutting down to be so sexy. When they for want these, that it's cut nothing look. hotter than a man who can't get into yeah. a tub by himself. Yeah. <laughs> when they want that cut look, yeah, they got to yeah. dehydrate yeah. for a cut. Yeah, it's uh, it you know like it's awful. But, like they uh, made the dude and the Eternals do, but then they never showed his body. <laughs> okay, so, so you know, before we go to five questions, was there the, like a favorite moment from this season mm. that you really loved? Um, I've got mine because I it yeah, was badass, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is um, when Fringilla paralyzes all the generals that uh, she is <laughs> theoretically reporting to, and just is killing them while they're paralyzed in yeah, absolutely yeah. graphic and horrifying ways. It's uh, it's a thing yeah. of beauty. I, I really enjoy yeah. Fringilla as a character. She is somebody who who is always working an angle. 
Yeah. And just like Yennefer, but in different ways, they're very much the same. They're just, you know, but they come at it yeah. from different ways. Sure. Yeah. I think mine is, I know I mentioned it earlier, but it's, it's when the elf girl is, is killing all the babies. My God. Yeah. Oh my, it's just so well done. Her face and the retinue of men following her behind, following behind her who are just kind of like, um, what's, uh, what's the plan, sis? See what's happened. And it's just like, boom. And, and that, that moment of silence where all the crying babies stop and you're like, and and you know what happened, yeah. but you're yeah. not sure. And then just the screams start, and it and her little satisfied face. She looks so, like not pleased because she can't be pleased anymore because her baby died. But she has this like look of satisfaction that maybe it's like that's a good start. Vengeance achieved. That's a good start. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think to me. Yeah, oh. I don't think it's vengeance achieved. I think it's vengeance begun. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, there's more. What what about you, Nick? Was there a favorite uh, moment for you? Yeah, I uh, there's a lot to like about the all the stuff that happens in the uh, temple of uh, Melitele. That's the the Nanake, the the woman who's like knows girls from way back. Oh uh, yeah. Where, the the temple where they teach Siri uh, with that ball and all that. that yeah, sort of thing. yeah. So uh, the fight scene that happens there with the flame faced dude and his cronies is pretty wild. One of those guys has a fucking pitchfork for some reason. <laughs> uh, but they, they do some cool camera stuff. Like yeah. they grab a guy's head and smash it into a table. But as they do, the camera tilts and turns so that his face is oh, always... I remember that shot. His face is always right side up. The whole world kind of spins around him. It's as, almost like as you're, gets, you're him. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that was great. It's a, it's a good fight. It's maybe one of the, the better fights in the, in the season. But also now that I know a little bit more about that temple, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm it's kind of, there's some neat stuff there that I'm looking nice. forward to later, maybe just fleshing out, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that fight, that, that scene, that place was dope. It's a good one. What do you want to yeah. see yeah. next season? Oh, because season three—they're filming, right? Are they filming season three already? I can't. Uh, I I'm not have... sure if they're. I don't know if it's in production, but I know yeah. it's been ordered. Yeah, I know it's, it's been, been ordered. ordered. Well, it better be. Uh, I mean, if you ended it after this season, you <laughs> fuck you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm really interested to see what happened to Siri's mom. Yeah, I don't think she's dead. Do you? I don't know if she's. I don't know. I'm keen to find out. Like she's, she wasn't around. Like he didn't. The the white flame didn't seem to have a consort or anything. At the very least, we don't really know how she died. The whole the whole shipwreck thing. uh... I think we're gonna get more information about her and about what happened to them and how this. I think we're gonna get more information about how this came to be, uh, and how he made the jump from you know, uh, uh, you know, lost at sea to, to this. And I, I'm, to I'm looking emperor. For, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, or if that was something that, cause like he couldn't have been emperor when he was a cursed hedgehog guy. Right. Right. right? Like, you know, like, so when did, when well, did that gets, change? He get fi- he got fixed when he came back and got kissed by his true love or whatever. Right, no, was. I know. I'm just saying, so it couldn't be like a long plot. Right from way back when, oh. before he met Siri's right, mom and right. did that yeah, whole thing, because yeah, yeah. like I don't think the—I mean, I guess it's possible that the emperor got cursed, and that's when this all. But you know, it's, it feels like it's a new thing, and I want to know what happened. I'm very interested. Yeah, I—I I think you know, like I'm very excited for a lot of the plot stuff and and to see more of the world. But uh, honestly, I could do with some more witchering. Uh, mm. I, I would like to see some more of the. Uh, monster hunting type stuff that we got to see in the first season where he was like, oh, it's this kind of monster. I need to do, you know, I'm going to need to drink this and I'm yeah. going to need to stay in this coffin until sunrise, until the third crow of the cock and all that shit. Like, like I I, I really enjoyed seeing the witchers uh, use their training in how, the, how to defeat all these things that have weird fucking, you know, magical gayas or whatever on yeah. them to, to protect them. I, I could do with more of that next season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did miss that. I did miss the, the monster of the week. It wasn't, it wasn't every week in season one, but there were a lot more opportunities for monster of the week. Kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of deals. I want to see the dragon come back. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Dragon yeah, guy, dragon guy, because I feel like, you know, he made a pretty powerful ally there. 
And I feel like that dragon's going to be important. I don't think uh, you you set up that that kind of an ally without that ally having some relevance further down the down the string. Yeah, yeah. this this definitely felt like a movie. A movie. This definitely felt like a season that was doing a, that that was uh, tasked with a lot of setup. Like uh, we were, a lot of this season was focused on putting things in place. And so I feel like maybe there's going to be some stuff from season one that now matters now that all the other pieces are in place and, and we're, we're moving on with the overall story a little bit more because we had to do a lot of, okay, well then you meet these guys, then this thing happens and and this part, and then this training montage and some other things, you know? So like, I feel like now maybe we're going to get into some more uh, meaty, plot lines in season three i think you're right it's i do have to say seems... that I... oh sorry that's no, fine it definitely seems like we're we're going toward maybe less episodic and more like arching yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably i think you're probably means right less of the short stories and more of the the novels that came later i'm, I'm betting yeah yeah i i do have to say i love that those dudes from the mountain showed up again <laughs> the <laughs> yeah the, the scottish I, i've tried yeah anyway they they seem Scottish. Yeah, they seem Scottish, and and them them just showing up again and being like, "Oh, you got something going on? We're in." Whatever. Well, they're hill folk, Tim. They like yeah. to fight. Yeah, I, I like that the one of them had a weapon that appeared to be like a bronzed hand that they cut off and then mounted on the end of a stick just to a, like slapper to like poke people's eyes out and shit. Like, <laughs> I like, mean, if you got slapped with a bronze hand on the end of a stick, that'd fuck your face up I, real it, good. It's, it's basically a mace, but I mean, it's, it's but a, but a hand. A mace. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. All right. So Witcher season two. Uh, I think we all enjoyed it. We're all looking yeah. forward to Witcher season three. Uh, we're all going to grunt fuck uh, frequently. Uh, grunt, and, I only know how to grunt uh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Uh, uh, no, there's a hyphen in there. <laughs> but uh, until that comes out, we will be doing more episodes and answering more five questions. We have five questions to answer. We Don't do. we, Molly? What do we got? We do. We have we have five questions from some Mike in Canada. Hey, Mike in Canada. Yeah, it's like he's the girlfriend. It's like the girlfriend he's, that we have in Canada. He's not the Mike in Canada. He's just some Mike in just Canada. Some he's Mike just one, in Canada. one of the many okay. Canadian Mikes. Uh, so he says he's got a little bit of a preamble here. Right. I'm going to read it. You read it. Well, get it. While getting to know some characters in a story I'm writing, I had them each answer a bunch of questions to get an idea of their personalities and backgrounds. Some were just to flush out the world, like, what's your favorite book? Tell us both what range of books are in the world and what each character will admit to. One of the characters said porn, and all the other characters changed their answers to porn. I might not have these characters properly under my control. Some questions would be unfair to ask live while people you know are listening, like, where do you go to hide? And some might be impractical, like, for each other person in the group, if you snapped and legitimately wanted to hurt them, what would you say to them? But some are reasonable for a saying on the air. So here are five questions I've asked my characters. Okay. You ready? We are now, yeah. the, we are now Canadian Mike's characters. All right, here we go. Okay. Question one. How much of your life did you waste pretending to be normal? Uh, I will say, uh, Molly here, I have never once in my life pretended to be normal because I just don't know how. Uh, I've always known that I wasn't normal, but couldn't figure out why, just that people kept telling me that. <laughs> so I, I, I never really, uh, my whole family is, is, is uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, not weird necessarily, but like, they, they were pretty normal when I was a kid in the sense that like they had no more normal interests. So like, sure. I guess I never, I always knew that I was, uh, uh, out, out, not outcast, an outlier. We'll say. Yeah. yeah. Non-conforming. Yeah. You what know, about you guys? I don't oh, think I've ever school. really, I don't think I've ever spent a lot of time pretending to be normal about the only time maybe that I pretended to be normal is like when I'm at work, you know, but that's just sure. like, that, that to me is just like, nobody needs to know that I'm a Star Trek nerd when I'm at work, right? Any more than I need to know if they're a fucking MAGA hat wearer. It, it's just like, mm. we have this moment of interaction and I don't need to know anything about them and they don't need to know anything about me. So right. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like I've been 
forced to be somebody that I'm not in those circumstances, if that makes sense. But you don't let your nerd flag fly when you're at work necessarily. No. So I get, you know, other than that, though, I mean, I don't think I've ever pretended to be normal. Not a day in my life have I had a job where I didn't let my nerd flag fly. Is the only I don't know. It's a weird thing about. It's probably part of why I didn't make a lot of friends at some jobs. Uh, Nick, what about you? Oh, middle school. I middle school. There came there came a point where you know, like getting teased and and, and beat up or whatever. I was just like, nah, fuck this. And that, I mean, middle school is when I had my mom cut a cut a hawk and tie my hair blue mm. and and that sort of thing and. That's like, when you stopped pretending to be normal yourself. Right. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. So you would say up until that point of your time, you wasted your life pretending to be normal. I don't know about pretending, but like trying, trying. right? Like, yeah, yeah, trying to fit sure. Like, you know, you're a kid, you want friends, you want to be a part of things, you don't want to be excluded from things, and sure. you do your best effort in those regards. And when those efforts don't pay off, maybe you re- reach a point where you're like, oh, I see, this is a waste. Yeah, I yeah. should just, you know, be as me as I can. I got it. yeah, that makes sense. All right, question two. Do you have a, quote, villagers with pitchforks story that sent you to where you are? Uh, that kind of sounds like what you were just saying, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. That, that one and the same. My answers to that are, are pretty similar. The teasing in middle school led yeah. to you just being like, fuck this, and I'm just going to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like maybe because you are a tall like, and fairly imposing dude and you have been for a while that that if you'd been a skinnier smaller nerd you may have not reacted that same way i don't know hard to say hard to say yeah uh, it's all a little fuzzy too yeah so it's so long ago uh, i will uh, what about you tim villagers of pitchfork story i don't i don't feel like i ever did i mean yeah i got bullied growing up um and it, it's kind of like i roll my eyes and go yeah i did it's like um but it didn't did, ever didn't feel shape like shape you it didn't i mean it had an effect but i don't feel like there was ever that that you know villagers with pitchforks moment that really that really gelled me into who who i am now mm-hmm. i've been trying to think about that and i haven't been able to come up with anything so if something pops into my head i'll i'll let you know but i don't think i don't think i i have a good story like that uh for me the villagers with pitchforks would be my mother <laughs> uh, because when I was uh, about 15, so I didn't have a lot of friends, uh, growing up probably cause of that not pretending to be normal thing. Um, and, and so I, I just didn't really ever, I was usually alone, which was fine with me. I like being alone, but I started on Citadel bulletin boards when I, I got, when I was 15 and I made a bunch of friends, uh, what you would now call online, which at the time we didn't have that word, but you know, basically online friends. Uh, and I would sometimes drive to go meet them once i got to be 16 17 i might meet them at the mall and we'd go to ground round and we called them runs like we'd Mm -hmm. have a run and we'd all hang out and uh my mom told me over and over that those were not my real friends and i didn't have any real friends and that those people were just like they didn't actually care about me those aren't that didn't count those weren't friends because i didn't see them every day and and i'm like i talk to them every day and she's like that's not and she made it she was just so derisive and so dismissive of it that i just like increased the thing and was like no these will be and and they are my lifelong friends they are uh, jeremy stomberg is one of those friends i have known him since i was 15 and i talk to him all the time like i have about there's probably like four people from that time who have been in my life this whole time and so like I think a big part of that was me being like, no, no matter what I fucking do, I'm going to stay friends with these people <laughs> because right. I'm just like, um, the fact that you would say that they're not real friends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question three. What do you wish you could do openly? Oh, uh, so uh, one of the reasons I, I voted for the, uh, park commissioner at large position that I did in Minneapolis's last election yeah. is because a part, one of the things that he is for is being able to uh, have an open container in a, in a city park. Mm. He said, if you're having a barbecue, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to have a beer with your barbecue in the park. It's it's if you're uh, not causing trouble, you're not being a nuisance. You're not yeah. too drunk or whatever. There's no reason a, a, a part of this was a social justice message in that uh, it's also like, you know, 
this is a this is a way that police use to hassle people of color disproportionately in in parks mm-hmm. as well. And like, along with that, I'm going to also include uh, weed consumption. I think mm-hmm. I think you should be able to, to to consume those two products in public legally without as long as you're not being a nuisance. Like the issue is being a nuisance. The issue is. Being right. a dick. Yeah, I could be a dick and be a nuisance in public without uh, alcohol or, or, or weed. And, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. What about you, Tim? What do you wish you could do openly that you don't feel like you can do? Boy, I'm, I'm having trouble with this one. Because um, the stuff that I don't do openly, I'm, I'm pretty okay with. Um, I mean, it's like, it's really easy for me to say, well, I wish, you know, you could smoke weed openly because I'm totally down for it. But I don't do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish other people could. I wish that it wasn't something that was illegal, but it's not something that's important to me. Um, I guess. I guess what I wish I could do openly is is actually tell people who are not masking and not vaccinated yeah. to go fuck themselves. Um, or just like. Just like be like tell people what you like when they're being you know yeah. like when they're being dicks like just be more about it. Yeah, just yeah, you know, not not like everybody. Just the just the the real Karens. You know what I'm saying? Just be able to go. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and just roll my eyes at you privately. I'm gonna get in your yeah. face about it and maybe yeah. save some service worker a real pain in the ass moment. So yeah. there, that's my answer. Yeah. Uh, my answer is be topless. Oh, sure. I wish I could be topless. I don't know why I can't be topless. I've got smaller boobs and some dudes I see who are allowed to be topless. Makes no sense. And I wish I could tan topless in my own goddamn backyard and, and, or front yard. I don't give a shit. I like to be in the front yard. Sometimes it gets better sun, like from 11 to two, you know? So like, I just, it makes, I think it's so dumb. I think it's so dumb that just because like, Whenever someone just like a long time ago, someone decided that women's breasts are attractive and therefore are sexual and should be covered up. Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. it makes no sense to me. I just, I, I, I think that everybody, every human being should be allowed to be topless. But not dogs. <laughs> dogs, yeah. No topless dogs. dogs. Yeah, that's, that's sensible. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, question four. How would someone, I'm going to say like, like, truly convince you how would someone convince you that you are wrong so let's say you are let's say you are wrong how does someone convince you that you're wrong what do they have to do a compelling argument with evidence does a compelling argument with evidence yeah yeah i mean i was going to say practically the same thing compelling argument with evidence you got it you got to show me the receipts i'm not just gonna gonna buy it without some evidence if it's something subjective, like if we're talking about superheroes, like who's going to yeah, win let's a say fight, it's subjective. Let's say yeah, it's subjective. That a, a clever argument, a cunning or clever sure. argument, something I hadn't considered that that the the ingenuity of the answer is what is convincing to me. Let's say it's something where they can't provide evidence. Let's say your dispute is about whether or not someone said something. And they remember them saying it, and you don't remember that. How can they convince you that you're wrong? Oh boy! Right. I feel like so I'll answer because I feel like I am a I am I would not describe myself as conflict averse, but I would describe myself as a, a, I am very easy. It's easy for me to just go okay, and 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 just be like sounds good, and and say like sure okay you're right yeah. I'm wrong. That's easy for me to do. It doesn't take much effort for me. I know for some people it's really hard if they know they're if they know that in their bones they feel like they're right. You know, but like, even when I'm right, or I know I'm right, it doesn't bother me to be like, okay, you know, so I think it's not hard to convince me, but I, I, you know, generally, obviously, I think compelling argument, you know, is always good. Well, if it's a super subjective thing like that, I guess it wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily convince me, but I'd be like, whatever, it's not important enough for me to argue this. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like cutting your losses. yeah, Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right. I just, I don't care anymore. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Question five. And I, Molly, am going to tell you, please listen carefully to this question. Okay. Are you ready? A mythical beast can give you one small magic ability of your choosing. 
but the ability will work in a way that is decided based on how you use it. Also, the magic ability greatly amplifies a negative personality trait in you. Would you badly misunderstand the first line of this question and try to eat the beast? No, because most <laughs> mythical beasts are pretty gamey, and that just, mm, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like gamey meat. I'm going to say no, because I'm guessing the reason I found out that the mythical beast can grant me a magic ability is because it told me. Right. <laughs> and I don't, eat, I don't eat things that talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if someone, I'd have a really hard time, like, if someone was like, there's a magical creature. It's like, oh, bullshit. Well, look, here it is right here. Oh, all right. You convinced me. And if you eat it, you'll get powers. No, they didn't say if you eat it. They just said it'll grant you. Would you just pop it in your mouth? No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. Like, I guess I don't consider that, like, things come from eating them. Right. Oh, wait. <laughs> it, feels like, it feels like that question's just asking, is this character an orc? I, I just feel yeah, right? like that's, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Also, like, I feel like, would you badly misunderstand this question? It's like, well, I wouldn't now. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what I'm never going to do starting now, eat a magical creature. Nope, not anymore. Well, step one, you could yep. find one. Good I, job, yeah. Mike from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for those questions, Mike from Canada. You know what? Uh, we are two sets of questions away from not having any questions it's and uh, you, you can help us with that by sending questions to five questions at geeks they can be as weird as the one dot com, dot com. Dot, you know dot com. <laughs> i've been i've been sending a lot of stuff to dot orgs lately it's a long story <laughs> anyway geeks.god.com five questions at geeks.god.com any five questions will do uh it could even be like what question is this for question number one and then question number two can be what question is this you can maybe make it more creative than that but honestly at this point we don't care we just need questions in the queue we so send them in please five questions at geekswithoutgod.com you can also support us on Patreon we have some wonderful uh, supporters on Patreon, we're working on a new website thanks to you and uh, we are getting some, some new um, new recording equipment because once we can actually record in the same place again we uh, need to upgrade what we're doing and that's all thanks to our Patreon supporters yeah, in case you couldn't tell, we're still recording via Zoom because uh, the pandemic is still not fantastic. So uh, we're hoping that by the next recording that we're going to do, or I guess the one after that, we're hoping by the recording after next that we're going to be able to be in person. That's that those cool, those so. promising those promising Omicron dip numbers continue to be yeah, promising. Right? We'll see how yep. that goes. But until then, we're going to stay safe. And still record podcasts every week. So join us next week. We're going to be talking about something else besides The Witcher Season 2. We'll see you yeah, then. It won't be that. No, it'll be something. Only one episode on it'll, our topic. Yeah, it'll be, so, it'll be something else. So don't worry about that. I'm trying to end this goddamn <laughs> podcast, Molly. Bye. No, 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 no. Bye. 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 <laughs> uh, fuck. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. No, this podcast is never going to end.